Hello, welcome to Weekly MTG. I'm Steve Sanu, and alongside me is... Uh, not Blake Rasmussen. Not Blake Rasmussen. Blake is on vacation. If he's watching this, Blake, go be on vacation. Uh, but yeah, when Blake's not here, we get to do what we want, uh, which is a super cool way to live. And uh, <laughs> That's and a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Blake is, Blake is a very good host. Uh, to, get things, to get things out of the way, uh, we, today we will not be making any announcements. There's no new news uh, today. New news? New yeah. news. Say that. News. New, news. Yes. As the kids like to say. Uh, there is no new news. <coughs> we will have no announcements today. So uh, if you were, you were tuning in for something like that, uh, you're welcome to stick around. We're going to play some games. Uh, we, might, we might do some arena drafting, MTG arena drafting, where uh, we'll look at Twitch chat, see what they want us to pick. Uh, and see see if we can be guided that way. Lead us blindly into the void. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're also going to be crafting some uh, some characters for Ravnica. We're going to talk about Ravnica D and D Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica. Yeah, I'm I'm a massive D and D nut. I don't yeah, know if, like you, we've talked much about this, but I, I play a lot of D and D in my free time. I did know that. I did know that about you. So uh, we're going to play some games, and uh, later on in the stream, we'll switch over to Arena, draft a little. We'll take some questions from chat. Uh, of course, there are things that we can't answer and stuff that we can't answer, so we'll do our best to answer what we can. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, we're just in for a, for a fun one hour of games, and first we're going to talk about D&D, because uh, you, are, you are very familiar with D&D. I am not. I, am, uh, I played a little bit of D&D, a little bit of tabletop role-playing, but I haven't played a whole lot of it. Uh, so the most experience I probably have is with Guildmaster's Guide, because we did a great episode with James Wyatt uh, yeah. as our guest, where we actually created a character in real time. Uh, for those of you out there, I would totally recommend that you do that. Uh, looking at Twitch chat, uh, yes, Elaine was supposed to be on today, but unfortunately scheduling made it so that we had to uh, change things up a little bit. So sorry about that. If you were expecting Elaine, we're uh, hoping to have her on another show very soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica and D&D in general, Nate. Uh, uh, yeah. So one of the things that you... Uh, you sort of filled me in on before we started the show was that character creation is like a lot of fun, something that we experienced with James on a previous episode. You guys should totally go look up. Yep. Uh, and we sort of wanted to go over how you might create a, uh, a Ravnica character that might be a little bit out of, uh, out of step with what people might consider sure. a traditional guildie, if you will. Yeah. Uh, somebody that sort of breaks the mold. Yeah, of that it, that that kind of thing. It's definitely for me. Like when I play D and D, it's something that I really enjoy is exploring the space that we're given to play around with the character classes yeah. and stuff like that. Because there are very prescribed or potentially prescribed ways people like think of the classic fantasy tropes. Like yeah. you have an idea of what a fighter is, you have an idea of what a cleric is. Yes, like, I have an idea of that in my head. Yeah, yeah. and uh, finding ways that you can use the kits that you're provided to like skirt the edges for that and. Uh, Ravnica, like Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, gives some really, really cool ways to go about that because uh, character creation starts from, um, James talked about this, that you start with the guilds first, the guild right. identity first. So. And uh, we, have a, we have a chart that is in the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica book that our uh, technical director, Sean, just pulled right, up. Thank you right, very much, right Sean. Here. Uh, thank you very much for pulling that up. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this so that I can, I can see a version of it as well. Yeah. Uh, what I love about character creation is that they really go into uh, this. Is, this is a really cool flowchart, yeah. I think, that lets you sort of get to where you need to be. Uh, so it's as you guys can see on the screen, it's questionnaire. What's important to me? Yeah. Right. So uh, this is not just what's important to me, but what's imp what you want to be important for your character. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's the fun thing about this is again, like for people who are first timers to, to Dungeons and Dragons, you have the ability to kind of follow through with what what would you personally want to do? Sure. And the more you played it, the more characters you like. I I, 
I've made dozens of characters over the years, so I just like completely ignore what I would want to do and try to figure out what my character's interested in, which mm -hmm. is the other way you can go about it. So, And yeah. uh, for those of you following along at home, if you have your own Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, uh, we've got character... Oh, uh, we actually have a, a cool question from Backdoor Shady Dealer in chat. If you were the DM, would you allow a Centaur player to be in Golgari rather than Selesnya? That actually feeds into exactly what we were going to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like, like the... I, I don't work on the D&D team, but I think that I can actually say this and won't get yelled at. Um, these are really, like, the, the source books are they're, they're tools. They're, they're toolkits that you guys can use to help inform the, the campaigns that you run. But they're just meant to be guidance. They're not express rules. Like, if you have a reason to want to have a centaur be a part of Golgari, you can do that. We actually have, we have that before, actually. Um, and, like... I think the key is if you can find a good thematic story reason for um, that to exist and you can explain it away, by all means, please do it. Like, you do you. The whole idea is for you to be the storyteller. So. That's one of the things I like about this book. I think uh, somebody somebody asked, uh, hey, it's Brian, asked, where can you find MTG lore? Uh, you can find some of it in Guildmaster's Guide, actually. There's yeah. quite a bit of it in here. Uh, if you're looking for Ravnica, we also have some really great art books by our partners at Viz. Uh, that that were, are also written, written by James Wyatt. Uh, yeah. Some really great art in there. Some really great story in there. It's like he knows a lot about. It's the like stories he knows a lot about the stories and, magic, and yeah. crafting. <laughs> uh, James Wyatt is a veteran of the Dungeons and Dragons team before he came over to Magic, and yep. he, he does a great job. Uh, so actually, the, with the with the centaur thing, uh, I would love Nate. Let's maybe we should theorycraft what it would be like to have a centaur be in Golgari. Right? Uh, sure. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day. I did some thinking about what we could do as far as classes for the various uh, guilds, and Golgari is an interesting one because you have the whole concept of like life and death and the parity that exists between them, mm -hmm. and you end up with things like death clerics and anything that focuses on kind of the death domain being a central element to them. And then, sure. they, then they have the crawl, which is like kind of their their space as well. That is right. like filled with warriors, so like fighters and stuff makes sense as well. I think that if I were going to have a if a centaur, like I always picture centaurs as being super old and crotchety. I don't right. know why that is. It's just like the the thing that I've run with, and I, I really like the idea of having a like a crotchety old centaur that happens to be old enough that he's either on the verge of death or has already passed that verge effectively, sure, and, and, and is somehow ended up yeah, in a yeah. lich or reanimated or something like that. So and, for those of you, uh, there is actually a page on centaurs, uh, page fifteen. In mm -hmm. the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, uh, it's it's for, and maybe uh, maybe Sean will be able to pull it up for us up here. Here we go. Hey. Thank you, Sean. Uh, so yeah, you can sort of see where it is. Centaurs and Ravnica tend to be aligned, but uh, you know you can have centaurs not just aligned to uh, uh, Gruul or Selesnya, even yeah. though that's where they're most likely found. You could probably have an Azor find a way to have an Azorius centaur yeah. or. Uh, or even a, a non-guild-aligned centaur, I mean, if that's what you wanted. A lot of it comes down to like character motivations, more or less. Mm -hmm. Like, if you've, got, if you've got a good reason for centaurs, which, like, centaurs have strong family bonds, I believe, is one totally. of the things that, like, uh, totally. the, the book calls out about them. So if you've got a reason for something to have happened in a centaur's life to cause it to become fascinated by death and the cycle of life effectively... Uh, I don't think that the Golgari are going to ever turn away someone who's interested in, like, effectively their tenants. I hope so. Not. That's definitely something that you, you can hold on to. Like, you mentioned, yeah. it's funny, uh, one of the characters that I did, I created in uh, some of the playtests that we did for Gilmaster's Guide to Ravnica was an Azorius uh, centaur. Yeah. That, like, 
He was in his, a grizzled old Azorius beat cop, effectively. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to do like the law mage route because that's what a lot of other people were rolling up. I wanted to just do like a beat cop, effectively, in the yeah. Azorius. And he was just a. I think he got picked up on the idea of Law and Order. It had something in his backstory where he, like, had some bad run-ins with the Gruul clans, yeah. and because of that, just like got, became incredibly drawn to Law and Order and signed up with uh, the uh, Azorius. And then over time, got really jaded with the, with the whole like <laughs> everything's got to be protocol and stuff like that, and. He's a centaur, so like his buddies, his partners kept using him as like a cop car, effectively to get yeah, places. And just yeah. having your partner like ride you to the like scene is just like it's old after a while. <laughs> so eventually, just like was you know one week away from retirement, clearly getting too old for this nonsense. His name Murtaugh, by the mm. way, is a very clever name. Yeah, yeah, that seems uh, uh, that seems very appropriate but, uh, in this particular case. Yeah, uh, ended up like and uh, trying to figure out a way to actually turn that into a character in the game. Like I wanted him to be a, a fighter, but because I need, like he was one week away from retirement and mm -hmm. like. Not gonna put himself in like danger's way, so end up rolling a battle master fighter because oh, they're, they're controlling like the like battlefield. Like you know, oh yeah, that's a good idea. You should probably get that guy over there. Like I'm you, gonna, I'm gonna stay here. That guy. Yeah. I'm gonna stay here. He's <laughs> gonna sit in the back. You go do your fighting. Like we'll be cool. Uh, there was a uh, there there was sort of a, an exercise we did at one point talking about what uh, it would be like to grow up as somebody that was say like gruel aligned mm. in uh, in the Azorius Guild, right? Like you were born into into yeah. the tenth district, right? Or Right, that's the Azorius tenth district. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, if you were if you were a ghoul, maybe you would become a bounty hunter, right? Sure. Yeah, if you're if you're in there, so you would be able to you get to do all your ghoul aligned things would be through the lens of what you were brought up to believe, which yeah. is like law and order and bringing criminals to justice. Just like it would be in a very ghoul way. That's a good way to think about things yeah. too. That's really cool. Like, just because you happen to be aligned with a particular guild doesn't mean that like. Your essential tenets need to be like like you still adhere to the same general, like you said, law and order, the base right. the basic principles and tenets that they've got. But there's a whole lot of room for self expression with your character around that. Like if you were if you were uh, uh, if you were an Azorius guild uh, somebody that felt they were Azorius aligned, born into Orzhov, maybe you would be. Uh, an actual just tax collector, <laughs> like maybe you're just the, the yeah, tax collection the service, right? Like you're the accountant, right? Yeah. It's uh, it it's really cool. I think uh, Ravnica represents a really cool lens through which you can think about this stuff. Yeah. Um, and I love I love tools like the Guildmaster's Guide because even if you don't uh, play D and D, mm -hmm. uh, one maybe you'll get interested in playing D and D, which yeah. would be great. Yeah. Uh, but you also get the opportunity to think about magic from a different lens. Yeah. You know, from a different, and that's, we, we do that all the time in this yeah. building, right? It's, uh, it's a lot of what ifs or wouldn't it be cool ifs or, you know, uh, that sort of thing, which I think is really great. Uh, what, what are some other, uh, we'll, say, we'll say interesting tidbits that you found while using this book in your, in your D&D well, experiences? It's funny because like, you mentioned something that I hadn't thought of before when you're talking about being aligned with one guild but growing up in another guild, effectively. Mm -hmm. um, one of the guilds that I was super interested in building for was Rakdos. Yeah. Because like, I, I've i never really f aligned very strongly with Rakdos in kind of anything that I've done. But sure. I love the idea of this just like, cabal of improv kids just to like, <laughs> like, like lock people up and uh, uh, keep their, their audiences captive and put on these insane shows. But like, one of the things that you learn, like if you if you've done improv or worked with any sort of like creative group, like that group and the group that you play with, like they're family to you, and it becomes super super tight knit. And I'm hundred percent positive that even within the Rakdos Guild, there are definitely 
uh, troops within the Rakdos Guild or the cult that are like super tight-knit, like family as well. And that is very much a, like when you think of tight-knit community, that kind of stuff, that, those are very Selesnia feelings. Mm -hmm. And so finding somebody who is within the cult of Rakdos and are very, uh, like clearly like gleeful slaughter and like play and all sorts of very over the top performance aspects of things, but they're doing it with the same people that they, you know, they consider family effectively right. at this point is yeah. a way of porting in something from one guild into another that like does make perfect sense to me now that I think about it. And that, that's... It's like one of the one of the Rakdos characters I ended up making. Um, that was one of their their background hooks. Actually, Ooh. was they were a part of a um, like troop that uh, got a little too wild one night, <laughs> and um, there ended up being this big brawl between them and like the Boros and the Azorius that came in to try to shut things down um, when it got a little too ridiculous. And uh, he was the only member of his uh, troop that survived effectively, and so he's just this like dagger thrower. Uh, Ranger. Blade, blade juggler. Blade juggler ranger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Naming actual cards. Yeah. Uh, seeing a question about the book specifically, how come the Minotaur race doesn't have their age, maturity, and longevity listed? Will Arata be released with this info? I have absolutely no idea what Same. the answer to that question is. <laughs> um, I do not know. But, uh, you know, that is a great question to ask the D&D &D team yes. uh, on one of their streams. You can find them on twitch.tv slash dnd. Yep. D, the letter N, and the letter D. You can also check them out on Twitter if you want to. Yeah. Um, uh, they are, I think, Wizards D&D. &D. I believe um, so. Is yeah. there, a, maybe Wizards underscore D&D. &D. Um, but you can always tweet at them there and ask them all the questions. Their CMs are really good and really responsive to questions like totally. that. Totally. But yeah, that's a, it's a great question. We don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, uh, I, really, I really get a kick out of this book. And it makes me really happy that we're, we're starting to do more stuff like this, like putting more, more stuff about our story yeah. and letting people engage with magic in a way that we might not have been able to, to do uh, in the past. So no, I totally really agree. Like I, like, I came up through Magic as a, like, hardcore competitive player. That's the thing that I care about more than anything else. And I, I've, like, <laughs> I've been playing for a very long time now. <laughs> yes. And you're, you're, I, I would go so far to say that, uh, that you're very old. I am very old. You're Thank extremely you. old. Thank you, Steve. You're, um, you're an old man. Yeah, but... That's why we call him Old Man Nate That's actually, that's what's on my, uh, my name tag. Yeah. I'm... He has a vanity plate on his car that says "Old Man that's Nate." It's accurate. Yep. Um, yeah. It's not accurate. Not accurate. Not accurate. <laughs> not accurate. No, but uh, it, it's over time. The like the story for Magic has always been great, um, and I have collected a lot of the old books. Like you know, yeah. Blake and I harp on this all the time, but like we love the uh, the old novel arena. Like just it is amazing. <laughs> I keep a copy you, of it. You in my and queue. a lot of different people, man. Yeah, man. It's not just it's, it's not just you so guys. Good, like. But I love a lot of the old magic stories. I love the, the, the lore that we've got. And it's really, really cool to take everything and have it ported over to like another game's engine effectively yeah. in D&D. And D&D like, is just it's a storytelling vehicle more than anything else. So you get to take advantage of all of the work that like the awesome people on the creative team here put into building the worlds and uh, take it to create your own story. And so you get to, you get to take a little, you know, a little side path off of... Uh, the main story and to have a direct hand in how things you know play out moving forward. It's really really cool, um, and I, it, it, part of the reason that I enjoy this so much. I'm actually surprised you haven't played as much D and D as you like you know had said before because I'm like this seems like it's right up your alley it as does. far as exactly it's, what it is. Uh, I know you're a busy man. Yeah, well sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's a question of time. Other, uh, I know a lot of people got into D and D when they were when they were younger, mm -hmm. right? And they had uh, they had a lot of time on their hands. Uh, 
and that was that became a priority for them as they sure. as they move forward. Magic was the same way for me, right? Sure. It was something that I prioritized as I got older. It's something that I always try to take time out for. Shout out to my friends in Portland. Uh, but it's and and today because I got into that habit, it's still something I take time out for. Yeah. Um, with D and D, I never really got into. Uh, having a regular group to to game with uh, because we move, I moved around a lot sure. uh, when when that would have been a reasonable thing to do. But it's something that I'm I'm very interested in from a outsider's perspective. You know, getting to watch people play, uh, especially when it's when it's a uh, Guildmaster's Guide campaign, when it's a Ravnica campaign. I know that we is the Broken Pact still going on? It is. Yes. Uh, shout out to a <laughs> uh, quick plug for the Broken Pact, which is a right. It's called the Broken Pact. Yeah. Uh, which is a D&D game set on Ravnica that is being streamed on Twitch uh, on the D&D channel? No, the Magic channel. Hmm. Wolf? No, I think it's D&D. So, D&D channel. Yeah. It's being streamed on the D&D channel. Uh, Twitch.tv slash D&D. Uh, Sean, did we cut out? Oh, okay. Looked like we cut out for a second. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, Stop looking at screens, Steve. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so uh, we're getting some really great, uh, some great recommendations for Ravnica campaigns that are going on on Twitch. Ooh. Uh, it what says, are some other ones? What, we, what else by, can we shout out? It says that By Law and Order is another great Ravnica campaign on dun, Dice dun. Friends. Oh, that's awesome. Dice Friends, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, what, what I love about Guildmaster's Guide especially, and I've, I've said it many times during this stream so far, is that it gives people another avenue through which to enjoy magic. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm always for people getting more... Uh, more ways to enjoy magic. Like, it's awesome. We have this, we have Arena, we have uh, the the web fiction, we have a novel coming out soon. Uh, so it's it's a really great time to be interested in all things magic, not yep. just the game, Yep, which is cool. Well, I totally agree. And we're, we're, we've got some fun stuff coming up in the story, too. Yeah. Like, the, like... We, that we can't we can't wait for people to hear about. Man, but. Uh, like the, the worst part of like working in this building is knowing the future things and not being able to talk about them when you're really excited. I really them, I really so. feel like that's a mantra of of weekly where we uh, we we are very lucky to work here and yeah. uh, and be able to know what's coming, but unfortunately we can't always say what uh, what's coming until until it's ready. So yeah. Otherwise, we won't get to work here and know the future things anymore. Exactly, <laughs> and we want to make sure that we're still here getting to talk about cool things with you. Yeah. Um, any any other cool stories about, about Guildmaster's Guide? I mean, there I know that there are a lot of really great D&D stories that you've had. I've, oh, heard, yeah. I've heard dozens of them from you and Trick Jarrett, who uh, I know plays in the game with you. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he like is one of the primary DMs for the campaign that we've got. I play every Tuesday night, right. um, as it is right now. I'm currently playing a... Uh, <laughs> I'm playing a guy named uh, Flint Floss. <laughs> Uh, which is you a nice, have a knack, a nice you have a knack for coming up with names. Deep reference, yeah. I like this. Yeah, um, but it's very he's, good. A, he's a uh, an Earth Genasi monk who, uh, and I quote, "books are dumb," and <laughs> just happens to go around wanting to punch things. He's gone way of the way of the four elements, but yeah. only he's basically way of the one element because he only uses the rock abilities. <laughs> so, and he's, but he's like uh, he's just a dumb, lovable idiot, more or less. He's done a lot of really ridiculous things, and it's a lot of fun to play. Um, but I, I am, I think, think I'm I'm looking forward to putting more um, Guildmaster stuff out. Like we had, I have only played one campaign with Guildmaster's Guide. I've just done like I spend forever trying to make characters before I decide the one that I actually want to play, the one that I think has the most legs, mm -hmm. effectively. Um, I, like the one I started with actually, because like like you. 
very clearly align with the Azorius. I, I I don't know where you would get that from. I have absolutely no idea where you would get that no, from. No, it's that just idea. made up. It's, it's never it's never something that that's showcased on video <laughs> ever. Not not ever. Yeah, I'm I'm a Demir. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and which is like probably not even true. Like I'd be real, to be real honest, I'm almost certainly more simic, simic than I am Demir. Like I yeah. literally have a medical background. Yes, so, like, I know. <laughs> which is which is I'd love to have you back on. Like one of the things that I would love to do on the show at some point is have people back uh, onto it and just talk about what their background is. Because, oh, holy hell, mine's ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm aware. Believe me, I'm aware. We've talked about this over many different lunches. For those for those of you that don't know, Nate and I are very, very good friends. Yeah. Uh, we, we hang out a lot outside of work. And, um, and that would be a lot of fun. It, it would be a lot of fun to have you back. It'd be a lot of fun to have some people in, uh, in the tabletop studio back on just to talk oh about goodness, their backgrounds. Yeah. and Because uh, you'd, you'd be surprised at how many... Uh, it's similar to a D&D game, actually. Like, how many different types of people with different types of backgrounds yeah. work in this building? Uh, it's kind of amazing, actually. Yep. Cause, but, but yes, you do have a medical background. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. yeah. I'm almost certainly more, I'm almost certainly more um, Simic than I am Demir, but I, I like Demir more, so yeah. I'm just going to go with them. I'm, I'm almost certainly more, uh, more Bor probably Boros than I am actually Azorius, but I love Azorius so much. You are a big fan of things. I am. Which uh, like, yeah. I think if I'm going to call the line between Azorius and like Boros, it's yeah. fandom or fanaticism yeah. that really like drives the line for me. Yeah. So yeah, I'll call I get, that. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. But the, the first character I built up um, for like an actual session that I was thinking about using was uh, a Demir character and like... There's a ton of ways that you can run Demir. Um, I, I really liked the idea of a a cleric, like a death domain cleric, mm -hmm. um, that was like the living have their secrets, but the dead have their secrets too. So using like Ooh, speak with especially, the dead, especially in magic. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. especially so, in magic. And so using um, like the whole sphere of uh, abilities that let you communicate with the dead or work with the dead in mm -hmm. order to gain additional like access to information that you might not have been able to get like through other means was super important to me. I also thought it was kind of cool that you can play around with, like, monks used to have an ability way back in the day that was basically called induced catalepsy, I think. It's mm -hmm. more or less play dead. Sure. Um, and so there's ways for you to do things like that within, like, the death domain for clerical spells, too. Okay. And so doing, right. like, things like that, like, help for a weird sort of infiltration that was kind of cool. I also really liked the idea, like, you think Demir, you think rogue. Uh, yeah, which most makes of the like, time. like 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 any sort of rogue that can be kind of an infiltration or information gathering based rogue. I thought it'd be really cool to get one to like a reasonable level as a rogue, and then just multi class with one level of every other class <laughs> because, because the mirror the mirror can have to impersonate everybody. Yes, like the idea yeah. is like if you're gonna go play like a, you know you're gonna gain your information by posing as a low level law mage. It helps when you can do low level law magic. That makes sense. That's actually really so, cool. I didn't think about that. That's uh, a good idea. So that was one of the things that I was playing with early on. I, I really thought it was an interesting idea. Um, um, I've been trying to figure out, like, what are some weird class combinations that you can put together? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I also really like the idea of, um, like, what if you're an, an Izzet, um, member of the Izzet League, and what you are is a, uh, like, uh, Izzet and Gruul both work for this, actually, now that I think about it. It was originally a Gruul idea where... Oh, uh, is it? You have a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like you get to be still a, relevant. A, I, I like the shamanic side of Gruul. Yeah, um, it's more interesting to me than like the barbarian smash things down side of Gruul. Right. Um, and so, what what if you were a Feywild um, warlock effectively? So you got a Fey Pact mm -hmm. um, where 
all the person that you have your or the entity that you have your pact with wants you to do is just wreak havoc because yeah. Feywild, like yeah. people from the Feywild or like entities from the Feywild, are kind of capricious in nature. So sure. like that seemed to, to fit kind of well. And you can do something similar with like a, um, I don't remember what exactly they're called the 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 warlocks um, pact that is like the otherworldly beings. Yeah. So like you basically have what's that? Outsider. Outsider. Thank you. Outsider. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> you basically just get to be. Like, you have all of these insane, crazy ideas, and your insane, crazy ideas come from this being beyond the stars, effectively just feeding you maddening gibberish. Like, this seems like a really cool idea for, like, running an off-the-wall, ridiculous, is it, um, like, scientist, effectively. Sure. We actually have a question in chat. Uh, how would y'all flavor an Azorius Ranger? Oh, this is actually something that we had in one of our playtest sessions. Oh, wow, awesome. Uh, uh, urban rangers are great on Ravnica for very obvious reasons. Yeah. It's just a giant city. Um, like Steve mentioned it earlier, um, bounty hunters are really, really cool uh, ways for you to take a lot of classes. And I think that bounty hunter has a really nice intersection. Like It's, a, it's one of the background options uh, that you can choose that aligns really well with, uh, with rangers and mm -hmm. their abilities. And, so, and honestly, you could go kind of wherever you wanted to with rangers. Um, uh, it, that line them up with Azorius, but your whole goal is you're almost certainly on the line of using your ability to track people or track right. like track things. down track down criminals exactly. Yeah. Like you're you're the headhunter that gets called in when like someone really egregious comes in. I love I love that intersection between Azorius and Demir, uh, where where I I just picture this uh, this like detective, right? This like grizzled yeah. private eye that's like you know in in uh, in smoke filled offices, like being being all mysterious and being like, well, I'll take your case and I'll find him, but uh, but know that you're probably not going to like what I find, right? Like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. Um, speaking of different ways to engage with magic and Ravnica specifically, uh, I I really enjoy Commander. Yeah. We all we all enjoy Commander around here. Uh, but one of the issues that I've had that I've found is that uh, these days I need to have a deck for all different levels of play. So. Yeah. For example, the deck that I use when I'm playing with Blake, uh, Blake is a commander fiend. He's his decks are extremely Blake's powerful. Blake's a jerk. <laughs> He's my co-host, so I can't say that. But I can say guess, that, so he can say it. Uh, Blake, if you're watching, I did not tell him to say that. Also, stop watching and go on vacation. Yeah, go on vacation, Blake. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the deck that I use for playing with Blake is going to be different than the deck that I use playing with you. That I use playing with my. Uh, you notice that subtle, like, oh, you're not on Blake's level, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say it was better or worse. It, I was, said it was different. No, it I was, said it was no, different. Come on now. Um, I can one of, so uh, one of the things that I've been trying to do is uh, sort of theory craft and build decks that have a theme, not because they tend to be less powerful, yeah. but because they uh, they tend to be a little more fun for people to watch, yeah. uh, a, a more fun for people to play with and engage with. Uh, so the deck that I've built most recently. Is uh, is a Gates deck. Yeah. I built a I built a Gates deck. No Shocklands, uh, so no no Ravnica Shocklands at all. It's uh, all eleven Gates that exist. Mazes End and uh, tries very very hard to play as many Gates Matter cards as possible. Uh, I've tested it a little bit so far. It's a lot of fun. Uh, would love to try it out at some point against real people, which hopefully sure, I'll be sure. able to. But it's a it's a cool way. What com oh that backdoor shady dealer wants to know what commander decks are you currently running. Would, Nate, what are what are you currently running? All right, um, I have an like my, my my primary deck is an Edric Spymaster of Trust deck, but it's like a, it's a it's a blue green group hug deck. Like all it wants to do is let everybody get a whole bunch of mana, play a lot of lands, draw a lot of cards, and do dumb stuff. Like it it accelerates people into doing dumb stuff. 
but has enough cards that control the game to keep things in parity so that everyone gets to do dumb stuff. You don't just accelerate one person into taking things over. Right. Um, that's my my primary deck. I, I've got I have a few others that need some serious tweaking, um, but that that's that's the big one. I just I designed a brawl deck the other day to oh, represent nice. my my native Demir. I did the as same well, thing, so. and you will hopefully be able to read about those decks on Daily MTG soon. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I run uh, a couple of different decks that are that are very near and dear to my heart. Silvala Heart of the Wilds is probably the yeah. the one that I play the most when it uh, when it comes to being able to do some semi-unfair things. When I play against Blake, I play Azorius, uh, Azor, Azor Azorius. Yeah. Uh, my favorite story that I tell all the time is when Blake tried to bait a counterspell out, and he got one, but it was render silent, and he got so mad at me <laughs> that he played a spell that was like designed to bait the counterspell so he could do something else, and then, I, and then it was render silent, and he couldn't cast any more spells that turn. Gotcha. He was very upset. He was very <laughs> upset. Uh, I bring it up to him all the time. Uh, let's see here. Well, uh, even with Commander, yeah. there are other ways to play Magic as well, including Magic the Gathering Arena, and we are actually set up to uh, to do some of that right now if we you want. want to dive in, use the second half to, why don't we, to do that? Why don't we use the, the, don't we use the second draft? half to do a quick draft? And maybe... I guess technically not a quick draft. It's, it's not, it's a traditional, a traditional draft. draft. Uh, so this is my, this is my count. Uh, so I will, I will go ahead and queue up, and uh, because of Arena, it doesn't have timed picks, which is great. Yeah. Uh, maybe chat can help us out and uh, let us know what they're interested in. So I'll change the view so that it's... Uh, yeah. oh. Feel free to keep asking us questions, too. Like a, yeah. lot, a lot of this day is just us kind of hanging out with you guys, answering some questions. Yeah, it's, and... a, it's a nice little hangout stream. Uh, drop and drop out as you want, but I uh, could definitely use your help because uh, my, my drafting skills are not what they used to be, Nate. They're not what they used to be. What do they uh, used to be? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Glass of the Guild Pact. That's uh, that's not not the most exciting I've ever seen. I do like Sky Tether. I like Sky Tether. All right. Yeah. Uh, TBS Gizmo. Thank you for subscribing with Twitch Prime. Appreciate it. Uh, Eyes everywhere. Boo. Card's good. Not that good. Flames of the Raised Boar. Yeah, that's a good. That's card. a good. Well, you're you're you. You run Gruel so often. I get forced so into often. it. So often. I, I, I you, am... you don't get forced into it. How do you get forced into playing Gruel? Because the people around me aren't. <laughs> oh See, God. Steve, this is how you're supposed to draft. You pay attention to what the people to your right are passing you, and then what they're, what they're not taking, you take. Right, but this is the first pick. And no one else wants Gruel. This is the first pick, though. We don't know that no one else wants, wants well, Gruel. Well, I'm, I'm just saying normally when I draft. Like, it's, not, it's not like I go in going, I love Gruel. Attacking, attacking is way less fun to me than not attacking. Yeah. But a lot of time, I've done a lot of attacking recently. So, uh, so for uh, for what it's worth, I know you. Uh, there are some questions in the chat about Magic the Gathering Arena. I don't have any answers for you. I do not work on the Arena team, and now neither does Nate. Actually. Yeah, I haven't really actually publicly announced that yet. Oh, so. do you want to? Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm on, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the esports team now. Yeah. I actually moved over at the beginning of the year. I'm the uh, the player manager for the MPL. So I have. Still work with the arena team really closely, but uh, I've been a, about a month now. I've been working with the esports team, uh, trying to make sure that we have a good year. So, yeah. and again, <laughs> there's a whole lot of stuff there that I uh, I don't know either. So you can ask me questions. I can't guarantee that I'll be able to answer them. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think here, Nate? I see some people saying uh, glass if we want to try spicy, yeah. uh, sky tether or flames if uh, if we want a, a safe pick. Uh, I also like Syndicate Messenger. I like that card yeah. a fair amount, but it's I think we could terrible. probably get another one. Also, we could just take the gate. We could just take the gate and see what we can do about going mono gates. You, you could, but if you're just going to take the gate, you should take the uh, 
the glass. Yeah, I think I think probably it's flames. I think flames is probably the. I mean, what do you want to play? Like, I, like what? If it were, like, if this, it were this me, this is on your account. So, so, what so here's the thing: if it were me, I would probably take eyes everywhere. Yeah. Probably, uh, I think the scry is a lot more relevant than people give it credit for. But I think I think flames is probably objectively the correct pick. So right. I think. But I mean, like, like even for the eyes anywhere deck that you want to beef, like if I were you, I would rather take I would rather take syndicate messenger than eyes everywhere in sure, the, in the deck enough. that you want to play. Fair at enough. The end of the day. Fair enough. Um, I think I'm going to take flames. Uh, there aren't any other like red or. Real red or green cards in this pack. Yeah, what else is in here? Yeah, uh, I, I, like there—that's the best card. There, probably. there's some blue. There's some blue stuff in my wheel that we might be able to splash, but I think Flames is probably the correct pick here. So we're gonna take Flames. Uh, let's see if we get rewarded. Ooh, Depose Deploy. That's good. Azoria Skyguard is nuts. Yeah, cards are real. Cool. Cards great. Uh, Cold Guild Mage is good. Ones too. Yeah. Uh, I always love me a Gateway Plaza. I do love me a Gateway Plaza. So, these are both these are both reasonable picks. I think. <laughs> Be careful. Um, I got five seconds. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I like to pose deploy. I think it's Skyguard. I think Skyguard is just better. way, way far and away the best card in the pack. Um, I, I there there are situations in which I first pick that card. Card is V good. Um, the card is also very good. Card's very good. It's expensive though. Yep. Very expensive. Uh, gra I like grasping thrall. All right, yeah, frenzied Erinx is nuts. All right, like, time to draw. Okay, so all right, I think that I've seen a lot of red and green cards. All I'm, yeah. I'm going to say, but but Frenzy Eric is so good. Also a lot of black and white cards. Yeah. There's only two cards out of this pack, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what, exactly. What direction do you want to go? Like, would you rather lean into your Zoe? Like, would you feel happier with the Grasping Skull or the Frenzy Erinx? Uh, I th think I want the Erinx. I think. Uh. I'm not mad at that. Like I've seen, I've I've played Erinx in a fair number of decks, and that card's just totally busted when you when you play it on curve. Um, even when you don't play it on curve, it's great. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of red and green cards in this pack, uh, but like I'm I haven't been overly thrilled with Archway Angel. I haven't really like Grasping Thrall is fine. Yeah, Archway Angel, you like you. You can get that super late, yeah, and like it's not that great unless you've got a couple, unless you've got like multiple gates in your deck. I think, I think, so. given that we have flames of the raised bore already, I think Erinx is a fine pick. Sure. Uh, yeah, like I said, so either like, like Erinx or Frenzy or or the Thrall are fine. We're gonna go, we're gonna go Erinx. We're gonna go Frenzy Erinx and see if we can get paid off. Ooh, Dagger Caster, Sphinx's Insight is Biogenic Upgrade. Biogenic Upgrade though. That card seems real good. Biogenic Upgrade though, this card is so good. What else we got? Dagger Caster's great against the uh, Afterlife deck. It just clears the board completely. Yeah, I mean, Oligarch is good. Chillbringer's good. Insight is fine. This pack's really good. This pack is... Uh, Oligarch's fine. Final Payment's fine. Sphinx's Insight is fine. This pack is spicy. Spicy. <laughs> Chillbringer's great. Like, if we wanted to go back the Azoria Skyguard route, we could take Chillbringer. I've never played Biogenic. I've, I think never, it's, I've never had that before. I'm so. pretty sure it's just Biogenic. Yeah, Uh-oh. Take it. Let's have some fun. Uh-oh. Looks like we might be a little bit... A little bit frozen here. We may have to, may have to back out. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna let the thing load a little bit. We will go back to the draft, but it looks like things are uh, <laughs> things are a little bit. The frozen. wheel is gonna spin. Oh no! I want that biogenic. Okay, we got we got the biogenic upgrade, but then uh, the game went away. Then the game went away. We're gonna bring the game back, and we'll get right back into it. Uh, that is gonna be one All big right. Erinx. That's true. It's gonna be one cliff. 
Chillbringer was was a good pick, but I think biogenic upgrade, yeah. given that we're like said, we're starting to lean a little bit more towards that. We you don't have to be set in what deck you're gonna actually be drafting towards until like pick five or six. Like yeah, you've got you've got we've got some wiggle room to to figure this out. So and I'm I'm much happier like just throwing away some picks in order to make the correct decision. All right, so this pack is not nearly as fun. Uh, thank you for your patience, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Sphinx of the Guild packs, I'm actually happy to have one of those. Um, I think that card's good, especially when games tend to go a little bit long. I'm like 90% sure if we want to go red-green, we should be taking that Gift of Strength. Yeah. Combat tricks, cheap combat tricks are how this deck's going to win. Yep. I'm going to grab it. I think Gift of Strength is fine. Yeah. It pains me not to take a giant flyer that's playable in every deck, but... Yeah, this is tough. I think wow. there's like there's like nothing. The black white's super open. Um, I mean, do you want to move into black white? Or at least if we like do, spec? if we do, like, we slam like, we slam Senate Griffin right instead of Oligarch. Uh, probably. Yeah, like because like so, so I like Tim Street Dodger. Right. But I like like it is not as good as I as I think it is. Like it's just it's got like it's, it's fine. It's, it's decent. Like we've yeah. seen a lot of decks. We also have, like, we can pick up sideboard cards. This is a traditional draft. Sure, so but, we could pick up, like, a Sagittar's but, Volley. Like, I'd, I'd rather there. spend this pick trying to figure out what we should actually be as far as colors go. Um, right. So We could also take the gate. Uh, no. You do, like, we should definitely, like, make a move into a card that we might play in our deck. Uh, I'm always, I am always happy to play Senate Griffin, given that, given that we have the Sky Guard, given that we, like, I, I'm always happy to play Skies. Um, Slimebind is also... A card that I like. I don't know that it's appropriate here, uh, but I think like yeah, it's either it's either the oligarch, the griffin, or a Tim Street Dodge. Or yeah. I'm gonna take the griffin. I think the griffin is the All best right. card in the pack no, right that's, now. That's fine, man. Um, I'm not I'm not mad at that. Regenesis, Twilight Panther, Active Treason, Spike Wheel, Acro Territorial Boar is pretty good. Boar's fine. I'd be okay with Boar. So or act. The like, question becomes like, do you want to move in on? Do you want to keep specking into um, Orzhov, or do you want to stake our claim for Gruul? We're going to have a good pack, too, if we go Gruul right now. I think I think the safe pick is probably Territorial Borger. Okay. I'm, not, I'm, not, um, I'm not upset with we're, that. We're short on two drops as well, so uh, let's see here. Sylvan Brush Strider, Simic Guildgate. I'm tempted to take the Simic Guildgate. I'm perfectly fine with taking the Guildgate. I'm going to take the Guildgate here. Yeah, I would like I would like some access to blue if we can get it. Okay. Um, Blue Life Fiend's not bad. No, it's not. I'll take the Fiend. Gateway Plaza Wield. So did Orzhov Guildgate. Um, I'm actually. I think I'm happy to spec on the Gateway Plaza here. It's not a spec at this point. Like it's just yeah. the best card in the pack. Yeah. Like we're not gonna play. We're almost like you probably hide the Griffin and the Skyguard. Right? I don't think we're playing this. Probably. Unless unless we open something ridiculous in pack two. Yeah. Uh, um, steeple. None of these are great. Probably maybe the Locket. Burn bright. Burn bright's fine. We're probably not gonna play it. No. Uh, Brush Strider or Stony Strength. Stony Strength, right? Uh. Brush Strider at three. We need, Brush we, we need the creature, I right? Think, yeah, I don't think we need the yeah. Stony Strength yet. Uh, Caretaker? No, Deface, I think, probably. Really? Yeah, I just okay. put it in the sideboard. Cool. Uh, Tin Street came back, so we can grab it now. Because we're not taking Root Snare, right? Yeah, no, that's correct. Yeah. And Spike Wheel. Oh, cool. In our colors. Nice. 
Simic Ascendancy. Okay. Uh, clan Rhythm of the Wild is right. the card that we want, so, I'm pretty well, sure. I mean, there's also a Savage Smash. But like Rhythm of the Wild. <laughs> All right. Rhythm so, of the Wild, though. So Rhythm of the Wild is either unbelievably good or useless. Savage Smash is always good as long as you have a creature on the board. Yeah, but like... like but this, uh, is, this, this is, is really this is tough. Hard, man. All, All right, right, chat, we yeah, need yeah, your help. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so someone said Snap Rhythm, but... Uh, get it? Yeah, snapping rhythm. Uh, or Savage Smash is gross. That's true. Rhythm is absurd. Yeah, people are people are right, vacillating between Smash no, and Rhythm. That's fine. That's fine. I think it's Rhythm of the Wild. I think we want Rhythm. I, of the I, Wild. I, like, I've, I've taken Rhythm pretty much every time in this spot. Yeah, but, like, but that's it's it's a, it's a reasonable exercise. Okay, what do we got now? What is Cavalcade of Calamity? I don't know what that card. Uh, is. it's uh, <laughs> whenever a creature you control with power one or less attacks, it deals one damage. So cool. it's, it's good for it's uh, the useful. Goblin Gathering yeah. deck. Uh, Smell War Dignus is fine. I've, I've had some sick plays with that. Uh, I like Solana Wayfinder a, a lot. That's uh, the get a creature. Yeah, get a creature or a land and put it on top. All right. Mm. Uh, hmm. I think so. Let's see. Yep. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, come on. No. You kids. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Can we, can we uh, switch back to the camp? We're going we're gonna, to... Okay, like, okay, we did it. We did it. We found it. We broke it. We, we took, what did we take? Uh, we, we took Solana took... Wayfinder. Okay, that's okay, fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's what I wanted. All right. Um, uh, territorial Boar. Mammoth Wait. Spider. Mammoth Spider's not bad. Gates mm. of Blaze, maybe. Eh. I don't like that card. <laughs> <laughs> it's been very good against me, but I, I don't like that card in a deck where we've got like a bunch of one and two drops. Fair enough. I think it's probably just Territorial Boar in that uh, case. Maybe Active Treason for the board. It's... I mean, you, remember, it's not remember, the board. Like, rem active sure. Treason is re in the main deck. Remember, right? remember when you played Active Treason against me on a Gateway Colossus and it just felt so bad yeah, for me? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's take the Territorial Boar and yeah. then start looking for more cards like the Spike Wheel. Enthusiast. Oh, Combine Guild. Starform Hybrid. Yeah, the Hybrid. Starform Hybrid. I can't hybrid, believe, hybrid cannot is... believe this This got this far. This card, card is, is so good. Really good. It's extremely, extremely good. There's Wrecking Beast. Uh, Wrecking Beast, pretty good. I like Burning Tree Vandal. Oh, yeah, this card's great. The card is good. I like having one of those in my deck. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Rubble Belt Runner or Gruel Guild Gate. Oh, man. Runner. Run. Run the Rubbles. Okay. Wrecking Beast or Territorial Boar. Uh, right, so or we, we could take the Guildgate. All right, so I think we take the Territorial Boar, and then we're done for two drops, basically. Yeah, we and have we start enough. looking for cards that we can actually More Wrecking Beast, yeah. yeah. Uh, wilderness Reclamation. Uh, wilderness, definitely not Wilderness No, I don't we, think we, 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 we don't, do don't have anything to do with that it. Is a, that is a Simic card. That is not yeah. a, uh, a Gruel card. Do we take the Spider or the Guildgate here? Uh, that's a tough call. I'll probably take the Spider. Yeah, we're flyer, pretty, like, we're pretty we, soft This deck flyers loses right the flyers now. a lot when you don't have that, and, or like the 2-3 with uh, Reach. Right, right. Oh, and Rage Ceratok came back. Uh, that card's great. Yeah, we're, we're slamming absolutely this. absolutely taking that card. Yeah. How did a Rage Ceratok come back? Don't ask questions. Uh, Storm Strike. Storm Strike? Yeah, that card's real good. Yeah. This is coming together. Uh, do, do we, we take we, a second we, Mammoth we, Spider, or do we take Active Treason? Uh, first Active Treason. Okay. First Active Treason. Uh, eh. Pick a locket. We don't have a. We don't have a. No, no. We don't have Rakdos covered yet. Okay. Never know. Never know. Never know. <laughs> Just in case, we might need to. Might need to. Right, uh, Gruel Guild Gate. Yeah. Great. Gruel Gruel Guild. Great. Uh, Stony Strength over the Axbane Beast. Uh, get the Strength Storm Strike. We only have two tricks, as far as I know. 
yeah, go and take Sonya Strain. Yeah. The Axe Made Beast doesn't trigger our boars anyway. Wow! Last pick, Wrecking Beast. I mean, it's not. It's cost a million mana. Oh, so. gosh. Oh, never mind. Second Frenzied, frenzied Erynx. I would the, love to be able to swash this. What's Rumbling 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 It's plus one plus one counters. I think we want Erynx. Yep, I agree. It's just far and away better. Okay. Light up the stage. Boom. And I don't think there's a better card in here. Maybe Gate Colossus. I mean, maybe Stormstrike. I really like Stormstrike. How many gates? I, I, how many gates do we have right now? I got in trouble before for my love of one mana plus one plus zero oh for a strike instant. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, yeah. No, but I mean, like, if I got in trouble, I mean, won the draft. But, but like, but Gate Colossus. Gate Colossus is so good. Light yeah. up. Light up the stage is awesome too. It's light, man. Light it up. I think. I think we want to light it up here. I think we want to light it up. We're taking it, chat. We're taking it. Yeah, no problem with that. Uh, Savage Smash. There's a Savage Smash in this Oh, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Hello. I'm wow. Sorry, I was starting at the top. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what? Should have started at the bottom. Uh, then we would be here. There's a Gift of Strength. Uh, this pack is not great for us. We got any Cyborgies? What's, uh, what's Carnival Carnage? Uh, it's one damage to a target creature, Planeswalker, or three damage to... Yeah, mm. it's Blighting. Mm. We don't have any removal, but we do have Smash... Oh, yeah, dude, we're on a delay. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, do we take the guild gate here? For what? I we just don't like... have, we have no gate synergy at all. Yeah. Like gift, if we're second gift of you strength. Take, yeah, you take gifts of strength number two if you take anything. Yeah, I think I think that's right. We already got a deface for the board too. Clamor shaman. What'd that do? What it would it do? Whenever it attacks targeted creature and opponent controls can't block. Interesting. It is interesting. All right. I think that might be the best card for us in this pack though. Are we gonna play that card? I've never played. Possibly. I've never played it before. It I, seems like it's a real small body for that effect. So yeah, I, I mean, well, it's, it becomes a two-two, right? And plus, we yeah, have the whatever. stony strength. We have the gift of strengths. We have. That's fair. We have the first strike tricks. Like, yeah, it might be right. Like the only other card I would consider is Sagittarius Volley for the Sagittarius Volley for the sideboard. Didn't but, we take one of those already? Uh, Did we not? I don't think so. Oh, we didn't. That's that's fine. Like we're attacking. I'm fine. I'm fine with attacking. Okay. Climber Shaman. Uh, Gatebreaker Ram. Okay, cool. Gate I, tr I trust you. I, I trust you that it's amazing. I was just just curious. So. Okay, so we don't we don't have a ton of gate synergy, but like Gatebreaker Ram might be the best card in this pack for us. And how many gates? I mean, it, it we got three it, gates. It we is got, the best card. In the pack. We got three gates. Oh, hold on, I like that. Cruel Gravelhide. Yeah, he's not bad. Hmm. No, he's not. I don't think he's as good as Gatebreaker Ram. I right? think Gatebreaker is better. Yeah, Gatebreaker Gatebreaker's gonna be better. So do, how many three drops do we have? Uh, we've got two. One three, Rubble Belt. Four. One one Brush Strider. Yeah, one yeah, yeah, Climber yeah. Shaman. Take, take, take that Gatebreaker Ram. Yeah, we may not play it, but. We have, we have oh. Some. Oh, sick. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. 100%. Yes, please. Uh, no. Uh, take a Sony string for the sideboard. Yeah. What else we got? Rumbling Rune came back. Rubble Slinger is here. Excuse take me. the Rumbling. I take the. I would rather have the Rubble Slinger. Um, yeah, me too. Than the uh, Rune. I agree. The Reach is extremely relevant. All right. No more gates. I'm not seeing any guy, gates. But. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, who, who, who sees gates this late? Stony strength for the board. Man, we could have had so many goblin. Board. So many goblin games. Yeah. No, no, just take the take the locket. Humongous. What? Get out of here. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't want any of those other cards. Like we're not we're not going to side any of those cards in. Fine. Actively doesn't matter at this point. Territor fourth territorial board. Nice. I mean, we picked up a bunch of five, four power creatures yeah. at the beginning. Uh, deface, deface number two for the board. Tower defense? Yeah, tower defense. <laughs> <laughs> Legit like, answer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, open the gates is fine, right? Mm -hmm. Guarantees a land drop. 
I don't like. I mean, I, we're not gonna play it. Like, I don't, we're, I don't we're playing see a neither of these we, cards. Yeah. Sure. And we're not. We're definitely not playing the creature. We have enough creatures, yeah, so whatever. open the yeah, gates. And Simic Locket. All right, so we didn't get as many gates as I would have liked. Ooh, Vault Progress. Ooh, you got there. Congratulations. Oh, nice. Congratulations. We have 13 minutes. I don't think that's enough time to actually play a match it is, with this deck. It is not, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, let's, let's build it real Let's fast, build it. Though. I think we can yeah, build switch it. To the, switch to the better view okay. mode. So, uh, we don't need the Simic Guild Gate. Or do we because of Gatebreaker uh, We do. Ram. We absolutely do. Okay, so we need it because of Gatebreaker yeah, it's, just a it's just a forest in this deck. Yeah. Uh, forest that comes into play tap. Yeah. Do, we don't need this, right? No. No, actually, it's definitely not good enough for the main deck. Um, how many creatures do we have? Is this 16? Uh, where do I stats. see that? Click on the stats. Ah, yes. Thank you. 21 creatures. 21. We, let's cut some creatures. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we could probably cut a, start, start a territorial boar. Uh, yeah, hold on. Oh, well, maybe not. No, we, yeah, we can cut... I think um, we can cut a territorial boar. Yeah, cut, start with, the ter with a territorial boar. Yeah. Cut the brush strider. Cut the rubble slinger. We'll bring that out of the sideboard. Yeah. Um... So we're at 19 two, creatures three, right now. Four, uh, take, cut the spike wheel acrobat. We've got better four power creatures. Oh, yeah. These are both um, wonderful. We're keeping these. Yeah. We're keeping Mammoth Spider. Cut the Footlight Fiend. Yeah, that's probably right. Huh. Chat, what do you think? We've got... Down to, all right, we need to cut non-creature stuff now. Yeah. So what do, we, what do we have in the deck? Um, so we need three cuts, looks like. Okay. So we, we don't we don't have uh, that much on creature one, stuff. One, two, three, four. All right, we can cut the weakest of our combat tricks. So probably stony strength. I'd agree. Oh, we don't have very much removal, and that card. Eh. The card can be a good. I'd rather, I'd, I like the other. I like the other stuff better. Yeah. Um. Let's see. This is a tough one. Yeah, we need two more cuts, so. It can't be any more creatures. Like no, we got, we, with the Rhythm of the Wild, we've got to... Yeah, light, light up the stage that needs to cards. stay, I think. Uh, we got to be careful about when we play it. Smash but. can't go. Rhythm needs to stay. Active treason. Do we cut the 10th Street Dodger? I think we do. I don't know, I don't know what it's going to be able to do here. We don't have really... I mean, like unless we unless we throw a biogenic upgrade on it. No, I mean, I like like what it does is it finishes the game. Like we get if we get into sure. a low number, like that card attacks and their opponents can't block. Sure, because like no one runs defenders. Right. Um, it's just like, we gotta get rid of something. I think I think all of our two drops are great. Right, like Boar just gets turned on on three sometimes. Yeah. Depending. Do we cut? No, we don't cut that either. Jeez. Like, do we cut Wrecking Beast? Because we just don't want to play I think, seven drop. I think we do. And then we just play, we play sixes. Yeah. These are going to be, like, this This is going to actually cut. be active most of the time. Ugh. This is gross. We need one cut. Um, Can we cut Gift of Strength? Like one of, one do of we want to cut Treason here? Like, and bring it in from the board? I don't know, man. Like, that card just ends games a lot of times. Like, yeah. I almost always want to play the first one. Cut I almost never want to play the second one, but... Cut one trick, cut a gift of strength. Yeah, probably. Because I think we want to keep the storm strike with for the first strike, right? Like, what's the light of the stage do again? Like I know the card's really good. Oh, it uh, you you exile the top two cards of your library, and until your next turn, you can play those cards. So it's essentially draw two cards. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, crap. This is this what is we 40. What's the last card? This is 40. Got? This is it. I think. You've never seen anyone 15 use... 15 plus 8. 15 plus 8. Oh, that is it. Yeah, yeah okay. we're good. Oh, okay, we got there. Yeah. Never mind. So this is, this is what we'll do. This is actually a good deck. I'd be happy to play this deck. I mean, I will I will be happy to play this deck because it's my account. <laughs> good luck. You'll have to let me know. I will. So, Steve, um, Japu says uh, they've never seen anyone use an active treason well. Would you like to tell a story about someone sure. who used an so, active treason uh, so Nate, well? Nate, if we <laughs> want to cut back to the, yeah. Uh, so, Nate and I uh, played in a draft here at the office, Ravnica Allegiance. Uh, not last week, but the week before, week I before, think, yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. And I, I thought I had stabilized. Uh, I was at, like, I want to say 10 or 11 life, some, some like decently healthy life total, something was, like that. It, I think it was like high single digits, but it's, it's yeah. right around there. Right it was right. like around half life, right? And uh, I had a Rhythm of the Wild out. I was playing Gruul. Yeah, and, and was I was doing work. He, he was doing a lot of work, but I managed to untap and play a Gate Colossus. And I, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I can block any of his things. I'll still be able to survive and hopefully be able to chuck him down from there. Nate untaps and slams Active Treason, and I'm just dead. It was... <laughs> it was extremely demoralizing. As Richard hurt. Garfield intended. Yeah, of course, of <laughs> course. Um, we have a little bit of time left, not too much. Uh, if, uh, if you guys have any more questions, uh, anything you'd like to ask me or Nate before we wrap up for the day, yeah. uh, let us know. But uh, otherwise, we'll we'll just uh, we'll just hang out for a yeah, couple of seconds while we wait for the questions to roll. We're in. gonna we're gonna start up a game soon uh, of Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica. Oh, cool. uh, get a D and D session going. Does it like Trick and I've been talking about this. We've got a bunch of people internally who are, are interested in starting up a session that are either already in one or want to do a second one or haven't met in one yet. Yeah. Um, and so I'll make sure that we ping you when that happens. I'd love to. You know, it'd be great I, to at least sit in for a, for a couple of maybe yeah. NPC. I know I know that's a thing well, that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. If nothing else, like. It can be. We can pick a long, like, like a long cycle. Because mm -hmm. uh, like we play, I play weekly right now. But right. there's no way that I'm ever going to get you for a weekly commitment. Oh, there's no way. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we could do like once every like extended period of time. We just get together and play for a long stretch of time during the course of a day. Like either at your house to make it easier for kids or That'd something really like fun. that. So that'd be really fun. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that we we needed. Uh, so one of the reasons that Nate and I are such good friends is we tend to go out and do karaoke together. Uh, yeah, every once again. again, we haven't done that in a while, so we yeah. need to get that done. Uh, I've been dying of the plague for the last week. I or so, know, so, and uh, like, that combined with snowpocalypse. I don't know if you guys know, but here in Seattle uh, and the Pacific Northwest generally, we're getting a lot of snow, which yeah. uh, this region is woefully underprepared for. All right, like so I'm from the Midwest. Like I'm from as Indiana. am I. I'm from Indiana. Yeah. I'm and, from Illinois. Yeah, and so yeah. like everyone, like the very first DC year that it snowed out here, everyone's like, you're not gonna be able to go into the work. I'm like, what are you guys talking? There are <laughs> three inches of snow, like. Three inches of snow wasn't enough to get me to put on a coat. Like, this is insane. And then, like, the very first time I went out like, and got on the roads, and, like, the, like, I'm used to going out, and there's just salt everywhere, and they've had the trucks going since 4 in the morning because yeah. there's just an infrastructure to support it because it snows so much Right, the, the roads are always clear. Yeah. Like, you'll see piles of snow oh, shoved yeah, yeah, up yeah, against yeah. the sun. Yeah. But, like, it, it snows so infrequently in the Pacific Northwest that, like, this, the municipalities here just don't, they don't need to keep all yeah. the resources around because there's just not a use for them. And when it happens, it just takes longer for it to clear up. And, man, did I go on a slide down a road. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, oh, I have made a huge mistake. I'm very glad that you are. I'm very glad that you are safe. Well, uh, there was no one else on the road because no one else is an idiot. <laughs> like, it worked really oh, here's, well. Here's a question: Has anyone asked about Mobile, Mobile, Alabama? Do you know about Mobile, Alabama? Is that a thing? Like, like I know the, it's a city. The, the city, Mobile, Alabama. I'm aware of it. No, here's here's the question. Let's see, anyone asked about Mobile? Yeah. Um, no one I mean, has like, asked no, about them. No, 
That's a new. That's a new question. I don't. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I. You know what? I'll check with our WPN rep. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to look into some, that. Some information. Yeah, on Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, crazy. I didn't know that there was such interest in that town. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Up and coming, from what I've been told. It really is on the yeah. You know, one of the search engine lists. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, uh, trending on Twitter. I my my guess is that we're getting pretty close to time. I'm sure uh, I'm sure everybody that's joined us today is really interested in seeing what Kenji is up to. Uh, I certainly am. I'm yes. always interested to see what kind of cool brews that guy's playing, or uh, or how what kind of drafting ridiculousness he's up to. Yeah, he's he's a better drafter than I am. Which I like. Man, do I hate admitting that for anybody? <laughs> but like, I I will give my props to Kenji. Like. He, the, the man knows what he's doing. Yeah, if like, you want to see uh, if you want to see an in, an entertaining streamer, uh, I'd recommend sticking around for Kenji Newmont the Nomi. <laughs> Definitely uh, don't stick around for us. <laughs> no, don't stick around for us. We won't be here. And uh, the only and ones we entertain is ourselves. That's very true. Uh, we hope that you were entertained by us talking about a lot of the different games we have here. If you're interested in Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, be sure to head to your local game store, yep. uh, your WPN store. You can, uh, I believe, put in an order for. Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, if they don't currently have it in stock. You could also get it digitally on dndbeyond.com, which is where well. I do most of my shopping uh, also, and right uh, between there and uh, the local store. Well, so. and on top of that, if you want to play more Magic the Gathering Arena, it is in open beta right now, uh, free to download. Yes. Anybody can get started uh, with an account. And additionally, if you just like good old-fashioned paper magic, uh, Ravnica Allegiance, also available right now wherever magic products are sold. So stick around, hang out with Kenji. Feel free to check out the hundreds of other streamers we've got streaming yeah, right now. Yeah, and uh, and we will look into that Mobile, Alabama question. Yeah, not sure, not sure about that. No, but so we'll, weird. we'll we'll do some digging, and we'll make sure that Blake has at least fifteen minutes of next week's show carved out specifically, specifically for Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.